We certainly tried to fit a lot into this episode, so this is part two of Bad Gamers Anonymous special Battlefront 2 beta episode with our special guest, Joa, from the Cantina cast. Enjoy. Welcome to Bad Gamers Anonymous, a podcast for bad gamers that's made by bad gamers. We cover the latest in gaming news, game reviews, upcoming releases, and a look at retro titles that made gaming what it is today. Here are your hosts, Bad Gamer Bishop, Bad Gamer Crowley, and Bad Gamer Garrick. Remember, get good scrubs. Now is the time of the show where we're really going to just jump right into Battlefront 2 Beta. I, I kind of want to go around first uh, and just kind of show notes. Um, can can wait for a second. I just want to kind of get everyone's initial impression. Garrick? I like it. It feels so much better than the first one. Um, I'm excited for all the new content that we're getting in it. And I, because of its modernizations, I feel like I can instantly understand and jump in more easily than I could have in the last one. I actually know what I'm doing, and if I don't, I can find out very quickly what I'm supposed to be doing. Right. Joa, what about you? First overall impression, Battlefront 2 beta. Yeah, it did feel uh, different, even just the way it kind of looks and uh, feels. Like, I mean, not that the first game didn't have uh, good graphics or whatever like that. I mean, it did, but this just feels, I don't know, something about it feels sleeker or smoother, or something. I don't know what it is. Uh, so, I mean, just from a visual standpoint, looks really good, and uh, like, I actually did really well, and I suck at first-person shooters, and like, I was getting the heroes, and I was uh, you know, uh, topping the leaderboard every once in a while, or being in the top three, or four, or five, and uh, in 40-player games, and I was like, whoa, I was like, uh, this is really more than just who can shoot and kill the most people there is like you know you're getting points for this you're getting points for that and so when you're actually feel like you're doing well and you're contributing uh and getting the play getting to do the cool things like play darth maul and play ray and uh so uh, yeah i mean i just really enjoyed uh yeah really enjoyed it and i i can't wait uh we've got about another uh well a little less than a month now as we're recording this and uh, we'll get to uh, play it as much as we please right so i want to talk about some of the changes that we that we saw uh in in the beta from the original battlefront and i want to know talk about the changes that we already know that are coming from the original battlefront so obviously the big one uh is that there's a single player story mode coming uh with with uh the release of battlefront 2 now for the beta all you got was pvp uh, you did get the arcade mode where you could play with a friend and you were going up against NPCs, but you had basically those one space battle, the one big ground battle, and then the strikes. And we'll talk about strikes a little bit later, but that was basically all you got was PvP. Um, the single-player story mode, uh, it has some pretty big big name, I don't want to say, maybe not big name, but well-known voice actors uh, that, that are coming to the plate to do this, which I find encouraging. So I'm hoping that the story, I mean, look, it's, it's EA, the evil empire. We, we've talked about them before, I think, on the podcast. If you've listened to any of our episodes, if you haven't, go back and listen to the whole archive. It's all up on iTunes. Like, just go listen. Uh, but evil, evil empire, they're, uh, I'm hoping they do this right. Like, I, I, on a scale of Jar Jar Binks to Darth Vader, like, how well do you think they're going to do this, the, this story mode, Joa? Oh, so do I have to pick a character in between those two as far as levels of awesome? Well, right. Other, you know, or you could just pick. It's either going <laughs> to be. You, I think we did this. I think I've done this before with you at some point where you gave me some, and I just stumbled over myself for two minutes trying to figure out what to say. <laughs> uh, I don't. I mean, so you've got uh, Darth Vader and you've got Jar Jar Binks, and how well are they going to do this? I'll give it a Ray. There you go. Yeah, that's pretty of good. Of course, of course, he is. I thought you yeah. All right, so there's one Ray. Uh, <laughs> Garrett, what about you? I'm I'm gonna give it the old Captain Phasma. I don't even I don't I don't I don't know where that would land. Me neither, because she has like two scenes. Right. Yeah, people are gonna take that as either good or bad. Like that is very Im- ambiguous. Yeah, that's pretty that's subjective. Right. Draw your own conclusions. Okay, there you go. 
I, I'm hoping that it's going to be Vader. I really am, but I'm I'm more optimistic that it's going to fall somewhere closer to the Jar Jar Binks area. There's supposedly uh, more planets this time. Like I said, there was only one space battle we played on Naboo uh, at uh, Feed. Yeah, Feed. Yeah, yeah. and then uh, we there was one space battle. It didn't really matter where we were because we were in space and the space looked. Yeah, the same. it was supposed to be over the planet Fondor, though. I think is what it was. I don't know what that planet is. Looked, I don't know. Somebody, somebody in our Discord on Cantina Cast can probably tell you, because uh, some people like have the entire star chart memorized uh, of the galaxy. That's not really my forte in Star Wars. Uh, but yeah, I mean, some people are very encyclopedic like that, and uh, good for them. Maybe those, Indiana Jim can tell you about would, it. Probably. Would you compare those people to the same people that can speak Klingon? No, I'm not. And, and first of all, some of them are probably going to listen to this. So I'm not saying anything <laughs> bad about them. Uh, so I'm not I'm not saying and I didn't mean that is a bad thing. I'm just saying like some people were more into the ship. No, absolutely. The vehicles, yeah, and absolutely. I and, and if you listen to my podcast, I am not. And it, it's kind of a running joke where it's like Mike's like Mike will talk about the way the stormtrooper helmet looks a little different from the force awakens to the last Jedi. And I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? Who are you talking to? Like, I don't see a difference. It looks like the same dang helmet, unless it's a different color. I'm not noticing. Like, I don't notice that Darth Vader has a different button on his chest in empire strikes back than in a new hope. Like I had no idea. He still just looks like Darth Vader to me. But anyway, no, I, I am, I am on the Joe boat on this one. Like I don't see the differences. Derek, anything? to add to this before no you no. no you guys have said it all <laughs> all right uh more content overall is what we're gonna we're gonna see now look uh, the first battlefront uh, i played with mike and joa from the cantina cast and a lot of the people that listened to the cantina cast played played with them as well so i got to meet a lot of cool people the first time around when the original battlefront very cool people, uh, and a lot of them are back this time for Battlefront 2, and it was great to play with them. And we'll talk about some of our, our can- the, the Adventures of the Cantina Cast Discord here shortly. But what bothered me the first time was it was all DLC, and you had to purchase it or you had to purchase the season pass, and there were different planets in the first Battlefront with the DLCs, and if you didn't purchase them, you couldn't keep playing with those people. So I felt bad because I didn't want to. I didn't want to purchase it because it's a first-person shooter or third-person shooter, however you want to look at it. And I just was not, not good. Like, there's a reason this podcast is called Bad Gamers Anonymous. It's because I suck at these types of games, and I didn't want to hold anybody back. And so I just I stopped playing. Now I felt bad about that, but at the same time, you know, I just went back to Final Fantasy fourteen and did my thing and just kept grooving and. and but there, you saw a significant drop in people participating in the Cantina Cast uh, adventures. Now there wasn't a Discord at the time, but you still had listeners who would come and play with us or play with you guys. Uh, yeah. The first one, yeah, I remember it was about it was about the middle. It was like January, like in, I mean maybe the beginning of January, and like those those six, seven, eight person parties we had going. Like, it was like, eh, like I might have played like with Mike and that was it. Like, I mean, it was nobody was on anymore. It used to be you'd have 20 people in the game and it would show up. And like, here are your friends that are in the game and there'd be like 20 people. And then it would be like two people. And like, you know, Indiana Jim was always on because he's always on uh, playing. But uh, besides that, it was it, yeah, it was very hard to come by. I think people fell out of it. Uh very fast for whatever reason and and i did too actually i didn't buy the season pass until it like went on sale for like five dollars so i actually was with you mike got it and then he kept kind of playing and i was like you crowley like i kind of uh stepped away like by february i was not really playing that much so i'm really hoping this time around with uh they're doing loot crates instead of doing the uh the dlc well they're doing dlc but it's going to be free right uh basically and then they're gonna circumvent their income by selling these uh credits to buy loot crates with and things like that and get your get some more star cards and things so um and which is kind of controversial but it's the lesser of two evils i think is what we're getting at and so yeah it's uh i'm excited uh to hopefully get more out of battlefront 2 than i did with uh battlefront 1 now i did hit level 50 and and all that so i mean i put some i think i have like 100 hours on battlefront 1 so it's not like oh like i just wasted all i wasted 
60 or 80 dollars or whatever the the original purchase price was. right so because you got, i got i got a lot of game time out of it but it was all it was all front loaded yeah. and then i didn't play i haven't played as much uh these last two years until recently right and i think that's that for whatever reason like people just but people like i said with these ips these big ips people always find a reason to complain whine and then leave the game Space battles uh, are no longer regulated uh, or relegated to just the atmosphere. It's now an actual space battle, which is very cool. Heroes are earned now, not randomly picked up. So in, at least in the beta, uh, you, uh, you, you earned uh, points throughout the match. You can save these points to eventually get a hero, depending on how good you are at the game. Uh, you can get a hero rather quickly or the very end of a match. So it's kind of like a, a strategy. Uh, you know, do you you save your points and and get your hero like you know at the end of the game if you don't think you're going to get enough points do you spend them throughout the game to help your team with some of the power up things that you can get whether they're vehicles or or different powered up characters and then uh cross the era hero play this time where there wasn't last time so what- i don't know if that's actually gonna end up being the case because i've had several discussions about this and and uh i don't know if it's going to end up happening looking at the character list right now i don't understand how they're going to launch the game and not have cross era hero play because there's only going to be two force awakens there's only going to be two prequels and that's if you're considering yoda a prequel character now yoda does all his action in the prequels and does uh i mean all he does is kind of just sit around and talk to luke and the original trilogy so i could definitely see but it's him and maul for the prequels, it's Ray and Kylo until the first DLC comes out for the sequels. And then the original trilogy is like bloated with characters uh, for these heroes. But uh, I'm telling you, like people hate this idea of the cross era stuff. And I think they were going cross era. And like you say, people bitched and complained and almost nobody seems to like the cross era idea. Like, I feel like I'm the only one out there who wants to be able to just play ray anywhere i want <laughs> of course you do there's the second ray uh, what about you Derek? The third what, was it the third How, what do you think about yeah. this cross era should they should they do it or shouldn't they because i've read both i've read that like it's for sure a thing and then i've read for sure it's not a thing like i i am with joe on this and my my feelings on the matter is the fact that it's a video game i mean no it's not a movie it's it's not a canon story you're just having fun you are Doing what-if scenarios, people do it all the time. The epic rap battles of history are great examples of this. So, yeah, let's take the entire history of the Star Wars and do cross-hero between all the different eras. I think I think that's phenomenal. Uh, so let's talk about what we liked. And I think the very first thing, Joel brought it up uh, uh, almost immediately, uh, is that the objectives count now. The, they count for something. It's not just, look how many headshots I can get. It's... I did the objectives. Look, yay! Look at me, I get points. Whereas in the first one, you didn't. So I really think that that's one of the first things that jumps out at you uh, is that you get you're rewarded for doing what you should be doing in PvP, other than just killing people. Uh, and that kind of goes to to the scenarios that EA has brought to the table this time with each one of these these forty on forty. Uh, player maps, I think that it speaks volumes to, to kind of the direction they're going with this, and it kind of makes me very uh, excited for it. Uh, Joy, you, you kind of spoke on, on this a little bit uh, you know, earlier. Do you, like, is this, is this huge for you? Well, it is because I'm not, like, 15th or 16th out of 20 people on my team. I'm now, I mean, if you're picking the right character and you're playing the right way, I mean, I, I was number three, number two, number one on my own team. I, w- you know, I was almost uh, the entire MVP of a match once. And I, I'm not like saying that to like shoot my own horn. I'm saying that because I suck at these type of games. And if you play it the right way, like you can get a lot of points and you're up on the leaderboard and you feel like, wow, like maybe I don't suck at this particular game. Right. Uh, and I, I, I'm still not the best at shooting people and. Uh, getting a bunch of kills but uh, i mean there was but but my confidence was growing and actually i was doing a little better even in that regard as well and you're playing and if you play i was playing the officer heavily 
So I was getting used to using that gun and uh, modding it out. And, uh, you know, and, and so I was getting better with that gun and how it played and how I needed to react personally. And so, you know, I guess just actually playing the game a lot, like I, I got a little better. Uh, but but in the same regard, like I, I, I it made me want to keep playing because I felt like, OK, I am actually doing good. Like I'm helping the team. And they can see that I'm helping them because they're looking at the scoreboard and they're like, oh, hey, you know, look, uh, uh, especially when you're playing in a party and it highlights everybody in your party on the scoreboard. And then you can see where everybody is on your party. And, it, you know, it makes you feel good when you're the, the top player out of the six people in your party and you're like, ha suckers. So, yeah, I mean, it's kind of a confidence gainer. And then and then it just and I think that rubs off and, and then you get a little even even better from that. So, yeah, I was. uh pleasantly surprised at all of that and because like i say i've just always always sucked at first person shooters i've always been you know uh you know kind of a 14 kill 30 death <laughs> guy and, and and just really really bad if if i can go 50 50 which was very rare like i would have been so like they don't even show the deaths on the leaderboard they just kind of show kills and the in the score and and uh now i do hope in your own menu options. I hope that that's part of the game where you can kind of see more of those analytics and see how you're improving. But I do like that. They're not throwing it all there and uh, kind of maybe takes away maybe some opportunities for toxic uh, things to happen. So, uh, but yeah, so overall in, in that regard, it was completely positive. Uh, and you brought up officer. And so the, the class system, change and i don't think there's anyone more qualified to talk about the class system than than garrick i mean you've played first person shooters you're very good at first person shooters i, I when you first played with some of the people from the cantina cast discord i remember one of them and i don't remember who it was we were playing a strike and i was like where is everybody where like we were all inside waiting for the other team to come in and we were all, you know, we were we were going to ambush him and, and, you know, put him uh, in the crossfire and a whole, we had this elaborate setup and none of them came in. And I'm like, where is everybody? And they're like, Garrick's killing them all outside. <laughs> so I don't think there's anyone uh, uh, that can speak to this uh, any better than you can. So w tell us about the class system, because uh, it certainly feels more modern. Yeah, it's definitely more modern. Like I said before, this is one of those advancements that they're bringing to make it more in line with Call of Duty, Battlefield, these more popular shooters. Um, you have a class system of four different classes. Basically, you have uh, a specialist, which is a sniper. You have the officer, which is kind of like a support unit. You have um, assault, which is uh, just kind of like your typical, you know, run and gun, go in there fast with a rifle. And then you have your your heavy, um, who has like a big freaking machine gun, who's good for laying down suppressive fire and just kind of good at, you know, tanking as well. They get a nice little overshield that can take some hits. So you have this four class system and it's pretty intuitive which each one is good for. And I think that goes to what <laughs> I think that goes to what Joel was saying is he did very well with the with, with the with the officer class because it was a support. He doesn't have to get the most kills to be productive to get points to contribute to the team. So exactly. Depending on, on what the objective is, what how your team is doing, who else is on your squad. Um, you can kind of utilize your strengths and go along with the flow. And each person, even depending on how they play first-person shooters or games in general, can have a role to play in this. So the officer role is a little bit more support. You can throw down a turret. You can um, help your other teammates by like boosting their health. Um, so it's a, it's a really a, a team player mentality, which I think is great if you have a lot of friends that you play with as well. You can kind of be that supporting role and assist without actually like murdering the entire other team. Absolutely. And I think that goes, it helps people like myself who suck at these kind of games. And like Joe has said, I mean, you know, if you're not the best at killing, you can contribute and, and feel like you're, you're, you're doing very well. I want to talk about the heroes real quick. They certainly feel a little more heroic this time than they did from the first battlefront. 
I still think they could use a little more health. I think if you're playing a force user like like Darth Maul or who is the other one that you could play this last time, uh, Joe? I oh, forget. Is it uh, is it Ray? It was Ray. It was Ray. Uh, I think the deflecting laser blast should be automatic. You're a freaking Jedi. Why do I have to press a button to to deflect laser blasts? I mean, give me a break. Uh, what did what did you think, Joe, uh, of of the heroes and not just Ray? <laughs> yeah, I got to play all of them actually, and uh, and I was actually uh, I got to the point where I was getting one just about every round. The only thing that's stopping me from getting them is if other people had uh, gotten there a little more quickly than I had, and they were holding on to them for a while. Um, and I think some people were camping them, like they were staying in the load screen uh, between spawns and trying to wait until a hero died and they were just clicking and uh, Indiana Jim had a really good suggestion. I think he wrote this in and to uh, EA and he said there should be a a countdown on that screen, like where it doesn't let you just sit on that screen forever and camp uh, the heroes uh, because first of all, that's not good team play because it's taking a person out of the battle uh, while you're sitting on the load screen for, you know, two or three minutes waiting for a hero and then, you know, and it's just not, you know, and while other people are actually doing what they're supposed to be doing while you're just camping a hero, it's not fair to anybody. Da, da, da. So I thought that was a good idea. Uh, but yeah, I, I did very well as uh, I had moments where I did well as all the heroes. And then other times I would just think I was a totally invincible and I would go in and get surrounded and I'd get a few kills out of it, but I'd die in the process as well. Right, immediately um, die. Like you killed, yeah. you take you take two or three with you, but you're dead almost as yeah. soon as you walk. Yeah, in the and room. it's and it's kind of embarrassing because you feel like I need to at least be getting ten to twelve kills out of this character. Uh, the key with the, especially the, I guess with all of them is is kind of pick your spots, kill a couple, and then get the heck out of dodge and go refresh your health. And then, uh, and then come back and, you know, use your abilities, jump around. Cause you can jump really high as like, uh, Darth Maul and Ray and, um, and Boba Fett can fly a little bit with his jetpack. So, uh, and you know, Han and I mean that the damage that these heroes obviously can put out is second to none in the game. And, and, and you can really just, uh, you know, it only takes like one hit because if you're a me- if you're trying to melee somebody in this game, it can take three or four hits yeah. on melee. It's not just one hit anymore, and you're like knocking this person down with melee. If you start trying to melee a tank character, the uh, the heavy character, I-, I wailed on one for five hits. He couldn't understand what was going on, I guess, because he just kind of sat there and looked at me while I was beating him up as my officer. <laughs> it took me five me- took me five melee hits to kill this heavy because uh, he had so much health, I guess. So. Uh, but so the heroes obviously can just get right in your face with a lightsaber or whatnot. And they, they take you down in way less hits. So, yeah, I mean, they were, they do feel fun. Uh, the health is not, they're not quite as invincible as they are in battlefront one, but it, but, the, but if you play it right, the health regenerates and that didn't happen in uh, yeah, battlefront yeah, in one. one yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah. And I, I played, I know that I'm like the lone guy that likes the space battles. I really like the space battles. I'm really good at the space battles. Like, I don't, like, look, I suck. I'm a bad gamer, but I'm really good at the space battles. And so I played uh, as both the Millennium Falcon and uh, Slave 1. And they were both fun. They both had their their power, uh, you know, their strengths and their, their weaknesses. Um, but, yeah, it, they certainly did not feel nearly as, as invincible as they did in the first one, which is, I guess, good and bad. We'll talk about the crates here in just a minute. But you can now earn credits each game to buy crates, and that's kind of their leveling system. It'll help you get abilities for your for the different classes, and then and then uh, able to boost those abilities and level those abilities up. And I like that system. I think it's a good system. We'll we'll get into the real money transactions here in a little bit, but I really think that's a good system, uh, especially because it's not dependent on a kill death ratio. It's not dependent on how many headshots you can get. It's dependent upon how you know much you play, and 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 how good you are with which with whatever class, whether it's support, whether it's specialist, whether it's heavy or, uh, or you know assault or 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 the the tank, whichever one. I don't remember the name of it. Uh, but I think that that's – I really like that. I like that a lot. I, I also like uh, the, the daily, weekly challenges that they are going to have. 
Now, there was only one day. It was the first day of beta where they had those. But I think anymore, I think that's kind of just expected in games like to have those. And it keeps you engaged. It keeps a player. I need to log in to do this to get to get the crate or to get whatever reward, uh, you know, they're going to give out for that. The crafting parts, I, I like it. I just wish it was a little more expansive. Like, does anybody not want it to be more expansive? No. Okay, good. I just yeah, to well, it's just, well, it's just <laughs> basically already, I mean, all it really is is, like, save up enough crafting parts and then you just get the unlock. It's basically just another form of currency is all it really is. Yeah. yeah. And then you just spend it on the mod. You, so, yeah, it, it doesn't feel like it's crafting to me. It just feels like I'm just saving a second form of currency. And so, yeah, it doesn't, uh, I mean, but it's still, I guess in one way, it's still, you're kind of individualizing your gun because you get to pick between, well, at least in the beta, there was three mods for some of the guns that you could unlock, but you could only equip two of them. So it's like a pick and choose. So do you want this or are you going to leave this one off or are you going to take that one? So uh, you couldn't put everything on it, which I get, you know, Right, but I, mean, I understand that. But so there is some element of uh, personalization to it, I guess, in that regard of how you're going to end up playing and using your gun and what ability it's going to have attached to it. But, uh, but yeah, it doesn't feel like it's crafting to me. It just feels like I'm saving up a second form of currency. But I guess you got to call it something. Right. Yeah. No, I don't disagree with that, Garrett. Do you have anything you wanna you wanna add there? No. I mean, he said it, it isn't exactly. It's another form of currency, and you can only get it, as far as I've seen, from doing some of the daily and weekly objectives. So it is nice in case you, you know, as you're earning credits through playing matches, you can spend them on these crates. You don't get what you want. Just make what you want using the secondary currency for kind of having missed out but still playing. Yeah. Um, I think it's it's a good kind of secondary system to have in place so that it's not entirely like a pay-to-win feel to the game. No, I agree. I agree. Let's talk about the uh, squad system, and we're going to talk about what we like about the squad system because there's some things that I think can be improved upon. We'll get to that here momentarily. But uh, the squad system is actually relevant. Uh, Stay next to your guys. You get uh, extra shields, you know, when you're near them. The the, uh, officer gets a, a, you know, a buff or can give a buff. I mean, I just... I really like the squad system in theory. In practice, it needs some work, and we'll talk about that. Um, but but I like where their head's at, and I think they just need to tweak it a little bit. And I think from what I've read, they're going to do so. We'll talk about that here in a minute. Music, especially with the heroes. I love the music in this game, guys. Like, when you, when you, when you choose Darth Maul, like when you've worked up those points, the uh the the duel of the fates plays like i just i love that i love how the music kicks in uh for for when you're a hero like star wars music by itself is on point i mean am i wrong anybody am i wrong nope i don't really see how you uh can go wrong i mean in you know and you can say what you the uh the prequel movies and all that but it's like uh yeah the music is uh I don't see how anybody can complain about that. Actually, I was complaining the other day that he never got nominated for any of those prequel uh, scores. So uh, anyway. Yeah, no, I agree. Uh, graphically, this game is very sound. There is a marked difference from Battlefront. Uh, everything looks better. I mean, it's it looks good. The game looks very good. Uh, even in whatever iteration of beta we got, whether it was, you know, uh, two versions behind where they're at internally, three versions behind where they're at internally. I, I, I don't know. I don't know what the finished po- product is going to look like. I can only tell you what the beta was. The beta looked good. It looked very, very good. The game feels epic no matter what hero or class you play. I mean, you feel like you're in Star Wars. Uh, even when it's PvP, uh, and it's it's a lot of fun playing with your friends, and I think this is where I'm going to talk a little bit about uh, the Cantina Cast Discord. If you don't follow the Cantina Cast on their social media, Instagram, Facebook, like you should, because they put out there every once in a while. Hey, this is our Discord channel. Here's the invite code. Like, download Discord, even if it's on your phone, on on what you know, a tablet, or on your PC. And hey, let's have a conversation. They have a ton 
of rooms there in the Discord. I'm pimping your your channel for you, Joa. Uh, I'm just going to run down some of these channels real quick. They've got a, a general channel where you can talk about just about anything. There's a Last Jedi trailer channel if you want to go in there and, and talk about the trailer that came out. Uh, there's a spoiler and speculation channel for all of you uh, uh, theory crafters out there. Uh, there's a Battlefront 2 channel, obviously. Question of the day, picture, movie, title, memes, uh, novel, comics, Rebels, Clone Wars, and collectibles. But more importantly, there is a podcasting uh, channel, a Marvel channel, a Game of Thrones channel, a music channel, a sports channel. Uh, and they even have, every once in a while, uh, one of their uh, one of their guys on there, Sindral, will uh, be on the uh, Cantina Radio playing some of the music that we were just talking about, which is so epic and, and, and great. So if you haven't, you need to get on there. And there's a lot of cool people on there. And uh, I'm going to be honest, the last show, Garrick backed me up here. I was complaining about how I don't have any friends. Nobody plays with Crowley because they know Crowley sucks. I don't even play with Crowley. You really don't. And it really makes me angry. Um, but the people on from the Cantina cast, they play with Crowley. They like Crowley. At least they're nice to Crowley when he's around. And I to don't be honest, think they like Crowley. Yeah, they're, they're, they're not. content with his presence. They they tolerate me in small doses, and you know what? Yeah, I'm, I'm okay with that. Yeah, but, we've got a, a whole list that uh, you know you can populate on there, and it'll show you everybody's name we've collected for the PS4, or even the uh, origin. Those couple of people asking for PC, and surprised we don't have more people playing on PC. Uh, PS4 is definitely the uh the way to go in our discord if you want to play with people and actually we've had and this is like how i I don't know why this is but i guess it's because we had enough other people but people are actually going out and buying ps4s (laughs) and just to be able to play with everybody else and uh because everybody wants that uh you know that experience of not just playing the game but they want to play uh with the people that they're talking random star wars stuff with in the channel and uh yeah it's a uh, pretty epic i can't believe that uh it went from i just started it one day and the only reason i knew about discord probably is because of your discord Woo-hoo! And, then, and i just said well heck i'm just gonna start this and i started throwing it out there and there was two or three people who came in right away and it was very small group we had like seven or eight people but uh, we kept the conversation pretty lively for that few amount of people and then uh as it's grown i i logged i looked at it today and like all the general was was like three and three or four and you know welcome to the channel welcome to the chat i i think we're getting very close to 200 logins uh different unique people who've come into that thing so well you guys like uh, i said like i said you guys are very popular star wars podcast and and look i i I talked about this how a lot of these big ips like the, the community is very toxic not your community you guys keep it i've only seen one conversation that almost slightly got out of hand and it was immediately just squashed like done like and then there was no more talk about it and it was well and i and i think that i think that comes a lot from the podcast itself and we set an expectation uh and we always have is you know we're not going to be toxic towards any particular part of the star wars fan base we're not going to intentionally try to ridicule you uh there are things in star wars that we don't get into that we don't like or we say "Eh, the comics hit and miss the rebels hit or miss whatever uh and and we're honest about that and but we don't focus on it we don't focus on the negative for too long we move on and and so i think that that builds an expectation uh for the audience and then obviously almost everybody who logs in uh, is a listener of the show so they already have that mentality of what we're going to put up with uh basically and so uh you know i don't know some of these people they might get on reddit and they might be horrible horrible people (laughs) but in our discord they're not like that so that's all i really care about yeah no look uh, and you've name dropped indiana jim a few times so i think it's only fair to give a shout out to him uh i mean we call him coach i mean mike calls him coach when it comes to this game the guy knows his stuff when it comes to battlefront too um syndrome uh he he's uh, he's a great guy uh jonesy um i'm trying to think of katie uh mm uh just a ton of people but those are the ones just uh off the top of my head i if, if you're listening to this and i didn't mention your name please don't get offended i'm old and i don't remember things very well uh I, i'm i'm lucky that i remember to do this show when i'm supposed to do it 
so it's great to be friends with these guys and to talk Star Wars shop. And, and look, I'm not a prequel guy. You know I'm not a prequel guy, and they don't hold that against me. They don't. They let me rip on Jar Jar. They let me say how overrated I think Obi-Wan and Yoda are, and it, life goes on. Like it's just a great game. yeah I, yeah well, I mean we definitely have debates in there but uh, the key is is just you know don't don't make it toxic and yeah. and I think that that's where uh, and I and I think everybody understands that because it's there's all different parts of uh, you know and it, and I've been in the community community long enough where it's just like I'm just gonna focus on the stuff that that you know I like and I'm not going to uh, and I think that's kind of a podcasting kind yeah, of rule sure. of thumb is don't focus I, i'm not saying you can't bring up you have to bring up uh kind of things that i mean you have to be honest and and, and if you're honest there's going to be things that you don't like sometimes uh but i think the rule of thumb is is if you're not that interested in it don't harp on it for too long because if you're not interested in it then your listeners aren't going to be interested in listening to you talk about it so no nope, i agree like you know you can be you can talk about uh things that are divisive without being divisive if that makes if that makes sense, and we we certainly try to do that here. And I, I bring up this great community that you have built uh, because I want to talk about the party system, like all of that for this. The party system sucks. It, I, there's no yeah. other way. Well, it did in the first game too, so that's why in Indiana and in, well, you know, this is beta, this is beta. But I was like, it sucked in the first game. Why should I have any confidence? That they're gonna fix this exactly. Uh, I don't understand why it's so hard to make a party. Like it got to the point where Mike, who who when I was playing, um, was normally the ones that would start the party. He got to the point where he's like, "I'm tired of having to go out and reinvite everybody and and get everybody back on the same page." He's like, "I'm just tired of doing this," and I understand that. I mean, it's not like it's hard, but it's just you're doing the same thing over and over and over. You expect it to work and it doesn't, and it just doesn't work. And I don't know if this is on EA's end or Sony's end because it's on, because Sony is only allowing you to basically have eight people in your party. Right. So you've got to go out and you can do it from chat. If you have everybody in a chat on, uh, uh, on a, or a chat room or a party room, whatever you want to call it on the Sony system, you can basically just in, send invites for everybody to join your game session. And then from there, you can start a game inside the Battlefront 2. At least this is how it worked for beta. And then it should send invites out to everybody, and it doesn't always work. It's just absolute crap. Like, Garrick, was your experience with the party system any different? No, it was it was pretty bad. I remember when I joined you guys in the game, and it said I was joining your group, and I I wasn't, and it was like waiting on the next game. And there's no queue or anything, and it was just I was waiting there for like a good 30 minutes. And then, as it turned out, I had to leave the party in game. I had to join the chat party on Sony's side, and then I had to select somebody and say join in game session, and then it would queue me up in game for you guys. And it was I don't even know what happened there. <laughs> right, like it, I I don't know if it's EA not talking to sony or sony not talking to ea or or what but it doesn't matter like somebody somewhere needs to fix it and they need to fix it quick like again i don't know how many uh versions back we are with what they gave us to play for the beta and i typically it's two to three versions back when they release a beta uh but I, i'm hoping that the 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 release version the launch version if you will has this this under control because if not yeah because i mean yeah and that's the thing is because you have people because with these parties, you know, when you're talking about having six, seven, eight people, there are people playing a few games and then somebody will drop out and then two other people will jump in. And it's constantly uh, you left the other day, Crowley, uh, and it was you, you had started the party. And when you left, it like transferred it to me because I was the second person who I was the person after you to join the party. So it transferred it to me when you left and it went to hell and wouldn't work. And I got frustrated myself and I told everybody, I said, I've got to walk away for a minute because this is just pissing me off. And I was like, I'm trying to invite everybody. And then, and then Mike wasn't listening or he wasn't in, he was in the party, but he wasn't listening to our conversation. So he just queued a game up and then half the people went in, half the people were waiting to get Indiana in. And it just, I think Mike, yeah, I think Mike just got to the point there at the end of the beta where he's like, I don't even care. 
Like, yeah, he, he just didn't even want to talk to anybody at the end. Yeah, he's like, you know what, I'm going to play, and if you're with me, great, and if not, I don't care. Uh, which I get that, but I mean. Yeah, and then and going to that squad thing, you brought that up. I, I, I guess I understand the way it works because you can't just spawn. They don't want you just spawning in the middle of the map on your party members. I guess, but, but there if you're with your party people, member, but, right. Like, but you're never around like your own party people, like people you are in a party with. You have to go and run around on the map to find them, and doing that, you're not really playing the objective because you're wasting too much time looking for, for the, uh, the green, people you're yeah. actually trying to play the game with. Yeah, you're looking for the green dots on the map. You're like, where are my friends at? I want to play with my friends. So I, I feel like that's something they're going to change. I, I feel like that's going to be a thing that they're going to change where you're going to be able to be a part of that squad no matter where you spawn, and then you just run and find your squad. I'm hoping that's it, or maybe they'll just have you spawn on your squad. I don't care but they need to change that. Solo and Fett didn't seem nearly as heroic as Force users. Like, I lasted the second longest with Boba. Like, I, I lasted forever in a day with Ray. Like, I was, I, I won't say I was good with Ray. I just died less with Ray. Uh, with Boba Fett, uh, like, I felt like I'm throwing rockets left and right, and I'm not hitting anybody. Yeah, I had trouble with that rocket launcher, and also the B2 droids. Like, I guess I need to, I wish there was a, there wasn't really a way to go practice anywhere with some of these things. So it was, and, and then the final game, obviously, it seems like at least there will be, and you can kind of learn the, but I guess I didn't understand. I didn't know how the rocket was launching. Did I have to push the button again? Or was it launching when I was just aiming in that general direction? And so, yeah, I was shooting like that wrist rocket that Boba has, yep. and I didn't seem to ever get any damage off that. Now, when I did that big, huge, like, earthquake uh, crap that he does, like, I mean, people funneling into a room, you can't help but hit people kind of thing. But, yeah, other than that, uh, I didn't have – now, here's the thing. I think, you know, especially Han Solo, I don't think that – it is a video game so the cross era stuff like uh garrick was saying earlier it's a video game i just want to play and have fun and i totally agree with that i've said the same thing when i argue for the cross era stuff but i guess in another way it's like should han solo be as good in battle as you know darth vader like probably not i'm not in saying a video he game be. he should be yeah okay yeah, yeah 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 i guess that's the argument you know because that's where you kind of start, I, I start being kind of a hypocrite with it, I guess. <laughs> well, I just, you know, Han Solo did die from his own, I mean, you know, he's killed by his own kid. Spoiler alert. I mean, I just, like, how heroic is he, really? You want to talk about overrated. Like, I like Han Solo, like, but I like scruffy. Didn't you kind of just wish that he could have, like, would have gotten to, like, a fist fight with him? Like, he would have yeah. challenged him to a fist fight <laughs> yeah. and said, don't you don't use the force and he kind of goes like air force one on him like, and like you know got indiana jones and just kind of starts wailing on him like, and i don't then, know like, about you guys and then at but... the end and then at the end kylo ren cheats and uses the force to kill him <laughs> right and he's like he's like you cheated <laughs> like, i don't know about you guys but growing up like that was the whole thing like you wanted to challenge your dad right like so i feel like and the dad was always trying to challenge you whether it was you know sports or whatever like he, when it got to the point where you were better than him at something like, so, uh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. he just quit. Like, I remember, like, they, you know, your dad just, you beat your dad in basketball, and he just quits playing. Yeah, he's like, yep, yeah, right, I've talked <laughs> to you all. He's not playing with you again. Yeah, like, taking my ball and going home. Like, Garrick, what do you what, what, what do you think? Like, I want, like the splash damage with Fett and, and the rocket trooper, the jet trooper, or whatever, like, it needs to be better. Yeah, I, I would never waste my points that I'd earned on using any of the the 2000 or 3000 point like rocket troops or any of that stuff the rocket droids because i would never ever kill anything with them um so so those kind of middle tier heroes they're not even heroes just upgrade character class whatever they're definitely not worth the points um i definitely think that i don't not in the beta like i know the flame they're, they're gonna fix the flame trooper and they're going to make, I, I read that, that they're going to do that. And, and so I'm hoping they do something. But I just think the splash damage with Fett and with the, the, the rocket guy thing needs to needs to be a l- much larger splash damage. They definitely, they definitely need to be much larger splash uh, radius as well as damage. Because eh, as it stands now, it's just not worth playing with those guys. Yep. 
You can't break down cards, and you can't break down weapons, at least not in the beta version, I'm hoping. I mean, if they're really going to call it a crafting system, I think they need to add that. But that's my own personal preference. I don't know. You guys disagree? Agree? Like, what? what, what any thoughts on that? I, I, just, I mean, I guess I wouldn't be against that. I mean, you're getting, especially if you're getting duplicates of the cards that you already have, and they're not actually a higher version of that card, yep. then, yeah, I mean, I could see maybe breaking it, breaking a card down for you know whatever five crafting points or maybe uh maybe just more currency or uh you know credits or whatever so you could buy more loot boxes or something like that either way which whatever the way they'd want to go i wouldn't be opposed to that because yeah if you're getting duplicates of the same stuff then what's then it's kind of a waste yeah no i don't i don't disagree garrick do you agree yeah absolutely uh the beta was buggy i mean i don't know what else to say it was buggy to beta if you're not expecting bugs in a beta, why are you playing a beta for? Like, are you do you even game, bro? Uh, some of the vehicles were on rails. Like, I didn't understand why the uh, LAAP needed like was on rails because you had to coordinate with your ground troops so that they could fire an ion cannon at the MTT. And if you haven't played the game, you're listening to this. You're like, what are these guys talking about? Play the game. You'll know what we're talking about. I don't like you. If you weren't coordinating, it was a waste of time, right? And if the party system's so broken, it just, like, I just hated that. I just, that's my own personal thing. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. Uh, I, I, ground Assault versus Strikes. Derek? What I you, hate Strikes. I hate you. I don't even know why talks you have to die. The, like, in Battlefront, it's made by EA. They make Battlefield. Their strength is in the huge maps. The Shut 20 up. plus versus 20 modes. Shut up. Right. What? Strike. It's all about strategy. It's all about uh, communicating with your teammates. But you wouldn't know anything about that because uh, you just like to go out and shoot people instead of letting them come into our elaborate traps that we have set. Yeah. Like, you would rather have just run around shooting people than some actual strategy in a small enclosed area. In a small enclosed area. Yes, that's why I'm really bad at Rainbow Six Siege. <laughs> I was really good at that. I, uh, I, I I like the strikes. Uh, uh, Joe, what like which side are you on? Like which one do you like more, strike or ground assault? I definitely played the uh, uh, galactic assault way more. Uh, I played the strike only when people I was in a party with wanted to play it. Um, okay. First of all, because I couldn't be Ray in strike, and then um, <laughs> and uh, and set, yeah, I mean, basically you couldn't be the hero, so that wasn't like something you were gonna get. And I was, uh, I don't know, like, I, I, I guess I was still pretty effective playing the officer. It still was an effective class uh, as far as just getting points. Um, it did seem like it was very hard to um, score uh, and, and win when you're on offense. Is that what the complaint was with that? Uh, I think people have is that it's, yeah, um, it, it was definitely favored towards the defense i think well sure but just, that's just one when, when, on even one if planet. you get to the ship then you've got to sit there and like upload it to the ship and hold down square and like somebody's just gonna shoot you before you can do that so it was kind of hard but it was fun trying to like somebody dropped it and pick it up pick it up before it respawns and so i mean it was fun it just uh i don't know like i like the bigger game environment with the with the assault Right. Yeah. All right. So look, I'm going to ask one question. Then we're going to talk. Look, we let save the best for last. Right. We're going to talk about the community community reaction to the to the DLC crate pay to win. I just need to complain because I'm an entitled millennial who likes to complain about everything. Uh, we'll talk about that last. But I want to like I'm just going to ask, and you can you can you can yes no, maybe I don't know whatever you want to say. Did the beta exceed your expectations? Did it meet your expectations? Or are you canceling your pre-order? Joa? Uh, yeah, I'd say it exceeded my expectations. And I think just, uh, you know, I think I exceeded my expectations because I was like, oh, I'm going to suck. And, and honestly, going into this game, uh, just based on all of my, you know, with Battlefront, and I've played some of the Battlefield games before, uh, and, and just my previous experience in first-person shooters, I told Mike, I said, Mike, I'm going to, play this game for like a month then the last jedi is going to come out and i'm not going to care anymore about this game because i'm going to be watching the last jedi every other day at the movie theater and then it's going to come out on blu-ray and I'm, i don't care i'm not going to care because i suck at these games and i'm just going to get frustrated so why am i going to spend 80 dollars on this 
and he said he's oh it's just gonna be fun you know we'll get in there we'll talk about the emperor selfie sticks and things like that like we did with battlefront one he's like it's just gonna be fun when we party with everybody he's like we're all gonna suck so what does it matter it'll be fun so i was like okay fine so i finally i broke down and i pre-ordered it at like the last minute to get into the beta early and so yeah i mean i was it wasn't that i wasn't looking forward to it i was but i was just I was worried that I was going to suck again and I, and I was going to lose interest because of my own suckage Welcome more than, uh, than that. So, yeah, I mean, and so when I played the game a little better, so now I'm even more excited because now I feel like, Oh, okay, here we go. So yeah, I, I exceeded my expectations and definitely not going to cancel the pre-order. Perfect. Uh, now you know how I feel because I suck at every game. Derek. Yeah, it definitely exceeded my expectations. I wish I could have gotten more, like at least like a little, you know, a little teaser for the story or something. Um, but based on the multiplayer, it definitely feels better than Star Wars Battlefront 1 slash 3, depending on your point of view. And that alone, I think, is going to make it worth it for fans. Yep. Uh, I agree with what both of these guys said. I, uh, I still suck at it. And I will do my best to get better, but you know what? It's fun, and it's even more fun to play with the guys from the Cantina Cast. So come over, play with the guys from the Cantina Cast. Play with myself. Play with Garrick. Play with everybody. Play with yourself. Oh, let's talk. Just, just look. I need, I need to address the community for a second. The Battlefront Two community. I need you all to shut up. <laughs> I am so tired of just all the crap that I. It's been win. I don't understand why it's been win. Yeah, you're the evil empire. Why are you doing this to us? You're gonna make all of us be bad, and everybody else who has money be good. Shut up. Grow up. Get a job. I don't care. Like I don't. Like look, it's not pay to win. It's not. They've addressed this. Okay. Look, there was so much community backlash. I'm canceling my pre-order, man. I'm just done with this game. Since it's pay to win, I I can't afford it because I live in my mom's basement and voted for Bernie Sanders. Look, okay, it's not pay to win. You can get some cosmetic stuff. You might get a star card here or there, but it's not like you're just shut up and get good. If you get good at this game, you're going to get credits. And if you get credits, you can buy the same loot crates that these guys are spending money on. Just it's not a big deal. I don't understand why people have to poo-poo everything. Everything. Like, you can't make something, you can't say something without somebody somewhere getting offended, and I'm just tired of all of it. I'm tired of it. Just, all of you, shut up. Shut up, shut up, shut up. Shut up. Well, it is a lesser of two evils, in my opinion, because it's either, do we want to pay 50, do we want to be forced, basically, there's, I mean, it's never forced, I mean, you could just not, and then it's going to segment the community, because uh, you're not going to be on the same maps and everything, but do you want to be kind of strong-armed into paying $50? Or if you don't want to buy loot crates, then don't buy them, and then other people are going to. I guess that's part of the complaint or most of the complaint because they're buying these and getting more than I am, but they're the ones giving EA the money, and you're getting all the DLC for free, and they're kind of paying the taxes on this game, if you will, uh, for you so i mean i you know i i'll probably uh you know i might throw twenty dollars at some extra loot boxes you know i'm not i'm not gonna go uh you, ham on it i mean i can't afford it i don't want to i don't want to be able to uh, i don't want to be able to afford that that'd be nice but i'm i can't afford to go spend 100 200 dollars uh but I, I i wouldn't mind throwing 20 like you know the first couple days of the game throw throw 20 down and uh, you know, open up a handful of crates. I, I like that. I mean, I think they're fun to open. I've done, uh, you know, if you play Madden and you get the, the cards uh, with the, you know, with the ultimate team or Overwatch with, uh, you know, and you can unlock their crates. And I really think this is uh, kind of like the Overwatch system overall. I think they modeled a lot of the game, uh, kind of the way Overwatch and uh, probably some other games are uh, going for. So, uh, you know, when you sell 30 million copies of a video game, I guess that's what happens. People copy. Uh, but yeah, so I, I don't have a problem with uh, basically they're just getting the cards maybe a little faster, but it's still luck of the draw. You could spend $100 and not get the card you want. Exactly. Derek, 
do you have some sense talking to these folks or are you part of the problem not part of the solution no um coming from a, a business and economics background like price of games hasn't gone up in 12 years i've i've talked about this before numerous times um and given inflation rates this is actually the cheapest we've ever paid for video games i think the price of the dollar back 12 years ago when the xbox 360 launched when games went up to 60 dollars that same 60 dollar game back then is the equivalent of paying 75 dollars today for a game so i really have no objections when a game comes out with like a, a 69.99 or 79.99 version because it's about the same um this is 59.99 they're getting a season pass games are more expensive than ever to produce this is a much more financially large project that ea has put on for star wars battlefront 2 compared to the first one and they're giving us even more stuff for free they gotta make money somehow they, this is not a charity event so this is a business big bad ea Ooh, they're in this to make money oh capitalism oh no no capitalism oh you bernie sanders support shut up capitalism rules you suck <laughs> so like they gotta make money somehow um, EA has already come out and said, look, guys, don't worry. The most powerful stuff is only going to be earned via in-game achievements. You can't buy your way into this. So, sure, the people who are going to pay money for these loot crates and support EA, go for it, guys. You're going to get a little bit of head start. Doesn't matter because they're still not going to be the best. Get you out of here with your logic. Earn it. Get out of here with your logic. I'm going to complain if I want to complain. <laughs> I'm entitled. I'll do what I want. I'm just tired of it. I don't like. I don't. I don't care. I don't care about your politics. I don't care. Right, left, middle, up, down, center. I don't. I don't care. Just stop whining. I don't care. What? I, I just don't care. That's all I can say anymore. Is I don't care. Like, I, look. I will. Ta- I, if something's bad, I'll be the first to be like, "This is bad." And EA certainly has done some bad things. I mean, there's a reason their nickname is the Evil Empire. This is not one of them. It's a good system. It makes them money to keep pushing out content for us so that we have more fun in these games. Maybe they can fix their party system. I don't know. It's just a thought. Their party system sucks. Their loot loot crates don't. Right? I think we're all on board with that. All right. That's the end of the show. That's all I got. I'm spent. Spent. It was awesome having Joa here. You can uh, check Joa. Uh, out and uh, his uh, his co-host Mike on the Cantina Cast. Check them out on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash the Cantina Cast. Uh, you can check them out on their Instagram, uh, the Cantina Cast. Uh, their PSNs. One more time, Joe, what's your PSN? Uh, yeah, mine's Kylo underscore driver and Mike says Phasma's lover 66 and uh, and I've got that full list in our Discord and we've got uh, quite a few people on there, and I've gotten uh, just a ton, a ton, ton of invites on uh, PS4 the last month. So yeah, I have cool. too. It has been very cool uh, meeting uh, people who listen to your show. I, I love your show. Uh, you guys do a great job. If you're into Star Wars, they do they, they do dissections of characters. They talk about the psychology of you guys. Have actually have like an actual psychologist on to talk about this this these characters. Yeah, right? yeah, it's pretty uh, yeah, it's pretty weird, but uh, it's, sometimes that's, that's if you really very think about cool. it, but it's uh it, they're interesting and then yeah i mean we, we we got a music guy like he's come on once before and i mean if you have a i mean yeah we i mean we don't have the traditional guests that you think of you know we don't find like the the b or c list uh star wars celebrity who was like the second gunner like uh, in a tie fighter so i don't know um and we don't have those type of guests we like to bring people on who have a uh, a perspective uh you know we're, we're not really interested that you were on the set of star wars once uh you know i mean that, that doesn't mean that those people can't have a perspective and they do have a different kind of perspective i would guess but uh we're, we're in the people who have like an education about something and then they can relay that and then uh and bring it back into like star wars so uh, a psychologist uh, uh musicians uh you know or or, or even uh, we have a uh, my friend monster nick who uh, lives pretty close to me, actually, and he listened to the show, and he's in the big monsters, and uh, guess what? Uh, there's a lot of big monsters in Star Wars, and we kind of made a show out of that one. So uh, th- those are the kind of things we like to do on uh, on the Cantina cast, and uh, uh, it's a little different, but it's uh, definitely worked for us, and, uh, you know, I mean, we have guests that, you know, nobody else is going to, that uh, thinks about bringing on, so uh, I love it. 
Yeah, no, you guys uh, put on a great show. It's a great product. Mike and uh, Joe, they definitely know what they're doing. Check them out. Uh, the Cantina Cast, Instagram, uh, Twitter. I mean, they're, they're never on there. More Instagram, uh, Facebook, and then Discord. Check them out on Discord. Uh, go in there, have a great conversation with some great people. It's it's really fun, and, and maybe we'll get our Discord channel up and going someday because I actually know how Discord works. You can check out uh, our Facebook at facebook.com forward slash badgamersanonymous. Uh, check us out on Twitter at badgamersanon. You can follow me at badgamercrowley. Follow Garrick at GarrickDR. We're one of the three people still left on Google+. You can email us at badgamerspodcast at gmail.com. My PSN is crowley seventy six. Garrick's is Garrick DR. Thank you once again to our very special guest, Joa, from the Cantina Cast. Uh, it was fun. We'll have to have you back on uh, once the game launches and we can talk about uh, all the things we like, all the things we hate. We can talk about uh, some of the things that uh, we do as a uh, Cantina Cast Discord uh, group. I think that'll be a fun, good time. Yeah, absolutely. I look forward to it. And, um, you know, I'm always up for talking and rambling and talking about any uh, medium of uh, Star Wars. Unless it's the Star Wars comic books, I don't want to talk. Yeah, I don't want to talk about those either. Uh, Nobody wants to talk about those. Right. For the absentee bishop, uh, for Garrick. Uh, oh, you know what? Real quick, just before we go, <laughs> I just got a, a, an alert on my phone that my package of Gran Turismo Sport is shipped. That will be the game of the month next yeah. month. Yeah. Looking forward to that. Garrick and I are going to talk a lot about that. Uh, 20 years on the PlayStation, uh, one of the longest running series ever. It's going to be a lot of fun to get up my hands on that, my head into VR, play that. And uh, if Battlefront 2 doesn't have a VR mode, I may slap somebody. I'm Crowley. That's Garrick. That's Joe from the Cantina cast. And we're out. See ya in a couple of weeks.